You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 252. In this episode, I'm talking about how to get inspired enough to take action on your big dream. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. I've always been fascinated about what it takes to turn a big dream into reality. Starting a business was a big dream but I feel I've just realized an even bigger dream. And I want to share with you my journey on how I got inspired enough to take action on my big dream. Do you want to build a dream business? I have created an eight-part video series for you called Build Your Dream Business. Go to signal.com forward slash 252 to sign up for the video series. And there you also find the show notes of this episode. It's fascinating what it sometimes takes to realize your dreams. I've noticed that a lot of people have big dreams. They talk about them, but they don't act on them. They don't turn their dream into reality. I see myself as a role model to inspire other people to act on their dreams, to turn their dreams into reality, to turn their passion into profits and build a profitable, sustainable, and successful online business, lifestyle business. And I see myself also as a guinea pig in being inspired enough to take action on my dreams. It was a dream of mine to build a lifestyle business. And then several things needed to happen for me to act on that dream. I needed to get sick for seven months because that really got me thinking if I was in the right job or if I should continue working for others and helping others realize their dreams. I had to lose my job first time because I got sick and the second time because it was basically not the right job for me and I recommended that they fire me and so they did. But I had to really get a kick in the butt to take action on my dream of building my business. Because it wasn't about finding the perfect business idea. That's what I thought it was. I was procrastinating starting my business because I thought I didn't have a business idea. But what I actually was just procrastinating on was following my dream. Because as soon as I had decided that I was going to start my business, I took action. And from that action, I got clarity on my business idea. And ultimately, I was able to create a business and life that I love. I created my lifestyle business. But I have other dreams. And I want to share with you today another big dream of mine that is just about to become a reality and what it has taken the journey to make this dream come true. It goes back to 2011 when Reykjavik, Iceland, or the city of Reykjavik and the country Iceland opened up a symphony hall. 
we didn't have a symphony hall before. The symphony orchestra played in a movie theater, a pretty good movie theater with good sound, but not a good enough for a symphony orchestra. And it was always the dream of the people of the symphony orchestra to have a proper symphony hall. But Iceland is a small country with 350,000 inhabitants and having a huge symphony hall that has all the qualities that you need to deliver fantastic sound is maybe not the best use of resources. So luckily, in the planning of this, they decided to create a multifunctional conference center and symphony hall. And if you can imagine Sydney Opera House, something of the sort we wanted to create in Iceland. I say we, of course I was not involved there, but as an Icelandic person, I felt I was involved in this process of wanting something very, very special at the harbor of Reykjavik. And they did create an amazing building that was opened up in 2011. I was in awe as an architect myself. Yes, I'm a licensed architect. That's my original master's degree. I was blown away by what they had created. So beautiful and an architectural masterpiece. Yes, masterpiece. Actually, the conference center and the symphony hall, that whole building, uh, had created a new dimension in Icelandic cultural life and conferencing and actually received numerous awards and prizes. Harpa was chosen one of the best concert halls of the new millennium by a prestigious music magazine, Gramophone, and also the best performance venue by Travel and Leisure magazine. And in autumn 2012, Harpa, which is the name of the conference, center and symphony hall, received the prestigious award as the best mice center in Northern Europe. Also architectonically, has received the Mies van der Rohe Prize, which I think is very special because I studied architecture actually in Germany. Yes, it's an amazing house, I would say, rather than a hall. It's an amazing house. And you cannot just walk past it or drive past it or see pictures of it without thinking, wow. And that's what I thought. But I didn't get any weird ideas from just seeing the house. It was when I visited the main hall. It has numerous halls, this conference center. So the main hall is called Eltborg, which is basically translated simply Fire City. And I'll tell you in a moment why. But when I went there, Sometime after opening, I don't remember exactly when, so the opening of the house was in 2011, somewhere between then and starting my business in January 2014, I had already gone to the main hall, probably to a symphony orchestra concert, or it could have also been a theater or event or a ballet. I don't remember exactly, but when I came into the room, I thought to myself, wow, this is mine. It is fiercely red. Everything is red in that room and it's beautiful. Many halls, even though they deliver good acoustics, they're not necessarily what I would describe beautiful, but this is a beautiful hall. And this is the main hall where the symphony, Icelandic Symphony Orchestra does all their concerts, but you also can rent the hall. And I thought to myself, wow, I need to come back here 
and do something with this room because it just screams Team Red and Sigrun. I felt it was mine. It was like finding a beautiful red dress in a shop and it just calls me out and says, you should buy this. Or I see shoes in a shop, glitter shoes, and I go to the shop and get the shoes because they scream at being bought by me. And this haul evoked this feeling in me. Now, you got to imagine, I didn't have a business yet. So it's a crazy idea. was a crazy idea. How was I ever going to have enough people in this room? How was I going to afford renting this room? All kind of a logistical things. But the thing about vision, and that's what I did then, don't worry about the details. That's all details. When you have a big idea, a big dream, keep the big idea on its own and don't think about execution. How are you going to do it? Because then you're killing the dream. And I was able to catch myself and not kill my dream. It was there. One day I would go back and I would do something in this red, in this fiercely red conference hall where you can host up to 1,800 people. 1,600 in good seating, 1,800 if a few more people want to tag along. Yes, it's scary when you think of the numbers, but I kept my dream of the vision Well, I started my business January 2014. I had lots of other dreams to realize. For instance, Mastermind Retreat Iceland, which I realized in 2016. And yes, it took several instances and inspirations to get there. And I've shared this in another episode. So I'm not going to dive into that again here. But basically, I had proven to myself that I can take a big dream and I can keep being inspired. It's like a carrot in front of me and I can look for opportunities along the way. When is the right time to realize the dream? I did this with Mastermind Retreat Iceland. It was a scary thing and I did it in 2016 and now it's a standard part of my offerings. I've done it in 2017 and 2018. A life event. It wasn't really on my radar not so concretely as the retreat, but in 2015, I went to a live event in London, first with Denny Stoffield Thomas, where I saw a room filled of 200 women wanting to learn about money mindset. Few months later, I was in Dallas, Texas, attending Natalie Lucier's event off the charts with a room full of 300 women also wanting to be inspired to build a lifestyle business, online business. So I saw these life events in action. And as I was preparing for one of my launches of Samba, I got the idea to make that dream a reality. So I'm sharing this with you again. If you're a regular listener of this uh, podcast, you know that I've shared these stories before. And there's something about knowing how you get inspired enough to take action and doing the things that you're scared of, despite the fear, thinking of your financial risk, of course. So starting simpler and easier, like I did with uh, my retreat or I did with my first life event, and then you scale it up and, and suddenly you are in the largest conference hotel in Zurich, Switzerland, and there are 200 women in the room from all over the world. And you think to yourself, anything is possible. 
So the dream of doing an event in Harpa got clearer and clearer to me. And I must say my first Sigrun Life, the life event I do in Zurich, Switzerland, September 2017, we didn't have a stage. It wasn't a fancy event space. It was a startup center, very simple, no stage, just chairs on the floor. And then I walk past the chairs and then I'm in front of the chairs. So not exactly the setting of a yeah, nothing like I visualized having at some point in the future when I attended the events with Dennis Dofield Thomas and Natalie Lucier, because both of them had stages. And for me, an event needs a stage. You need to kind of be on the stage. Maybe it's because I've always had a dream since I was six years old to stand on stage. I thought I could sing back then, but I can't sing. Instead, I'm going on stage and delivering a talk, inspiring you and those who attend my life events to take action. Now, not having a stage, but standing in front of 90 women at my first life event in the startup center in Zurich, Switzerland, I told the story of how I got to this point, how I got inspired enough to take action. I started to see how realistic it would be to do my own life event. Now, when you plan something like this, you don't know if it's going to work out. But if you do it again and again, you start to feel like, well, the last dream that I realized turned out to be fantastic. And the dream before that, that I realized turned out to be amazing. So I hold on to my other dreams. And the biggest dream I've had and have been developing in my mind is having an event at Harpa Reykjavik, Iceland, in a room that hosts comfortably 1600 people. Now, that's a really, really scary thought when my largest event so far has been 200 people. But I thought to myself, how long am I going to wait until I realize that dream? Am I going to wait until I 100,000 people on my email list? Am I going to wait until my life event in Zurich is 1,000 people? What does it take to realize that dream? In, uh, I think a month ago, I was feeling the itch of making this a reality. So I saw an event at the main hall. There are many halls, many uh, event spaces inside Harpa, which is the name of the wonderful location that I'm talking about here. And you have to make sure, especially in my case, that if I book something there, if I go to an event there, that it's in the right hall because I'm keep wanting to inspire myself to remember my vision. And it was actually a Michael Jackson tribute. The tribute was okay. I was a super Michael Jackson fan when I was young, but I mainly went there to see the hall. And that totally inspired me again, not enough to take action, but to repeat. So if there's something you can do to remember your big dream, to go back to it, to be reminded of it. If you can even have a piece of uh, something on your table, like I did for my $1 million year last year, I had a piece of a perfume on my table and I could look at it and be reminded all the time of it. If there's something like that, but in this case, I can just book a ticket to an event and I go into the hall where I want to have my conference. And it's a great reminder and keeps me going for the next time as many months that I need to. But I had started to do something crazy, maybe not so crazy, a little bit crazy before. It was at Social Media Marketing World, 
in 2016. Yeah, this was even before I did first Mastermind Retreat Iceland, but I actually had booked the accommodation and I had sold the first ticket. So I was already starting to realize that dream. And in March 2016, I go to Mastermind Retreat Iceland. No, sorry, social media marketing world, getting mixed up here. And Gary V is a speaker there. Now, I have this hate-love relationship with Gary V on some and I find him outrageous and doing crazy stuff, and that's not inspiring. But on the other hand, I find him very motivational. And I'm definitely not his target audience. He's all for inspiring young people to do some kind of a flipping, to go to garage sales and resell on eBay, or he's working with big, big companies on their you know, Facebook ad and Google ad strategies. So yeah, I'm not his ideal client, but I find when he talks on stage, be very motivational. So I was so glad to see him speak at Social Media Marketing World. And on Twitter, he announced that he would meet people in the garden. He does this. And I think that's amazing. He shows him very, very approachable. So not so many people were in the garden of the hotel. And I go out and he's there. And about 150 people. You know, the conference was for three or 4,000 people. And I go there and I get quickly in line for a selfie. And I thought to myself, what do I say to him? And I didn't want to say I'm a business coach from Iceland because I know he has this thing about coaches. He doesn't like them so much. So I thought to myself, I'll ask him if he's been to Iceland. So I go there up to him. You know, there are 150 people queuing for a selfie. So you want to be quick, but you still want to create a connection and be memorable. So I asked, have you been to Iceland? And he said, no, I haven't. And I said, you got to come. It's an amazing country. I need to go one day. Something like that, he says. We take a selfie. That's it because I need to be quick. And the next person is in line to have their selfie. The next day, he has a book signing. And uh, even though I had the book already, I buy another book. I go into the queue and I thought to myself, what do I say now? Now I'm seeing him twice in a matter of 24 hours. I can repeat the Iceland thing to make sure he really remembers it or do something more. And for a split second, I decide to do it. I actually, instead of doing a picture, I see someone else doing video. So I turn on my video and say, hey, Gary, are you coming to Iceland and speaking at my event? Oh, when is that? I said, I don't know yet, but are you coming to speaking at my event? And he says, you are forcing me here on video to commit to your coming to your event. I said, yes, I am. Okay, let's do it. Now, I know this doesn't mean that he will actually come, but this is in my diary, in my books, on my journey to take a big, big dream and make it a reality, an important step. I asked someone to come and speak at my event. There was no date in the calendar, but it was a part of making it feel more realistic to keeping the carrot and the dream alive. Now, I was so inspired for him saying yes, that throughout the event, as I met John Lee Dumas, Pat Flynn and others there, I would always pop the same question. I would say, are you coming to Iceland to speak at my event? And they would ask, when is it? And I said, I don't know yet, but are you coming? Everybody said yes. Again, I know that doesn't mean that they're committed, they have their agents, they have their calendars, books, 12, 18, even uh, multiple years in advance, especially when it comes to Gary Vee. But 
It was just to keep the vision alive, the big dream. Now, this dream has become bigger and bigger or more urgent to implement. As I share this with my clients, I share this dream. I posted a picture several months ago of the room, how it looks like, and it's so fiercely red and bright that people said, you have to book a conference there. The room is calling your name. And I knew it, but I was doing it also to motivate myself to keep going. And still this thought of having 1600 people fly to Reykjavik, Iceland for my conference sounds super scary. But as I stood on the stage just now, almost a month ago in Zurich, Switzerland, with 200 women and a few good men in front of me, and I had for the first time now external guest speakers as well, I knew I had to start to fix the date. A dream doesn't become a reality until you fix a date. Until then, it's just a dream. But once you've scheduled it, it's real. Well, when a dream is so scary, like booking a whole conference center or this main hall, I didn't just go on the internet and and book a date, but it was clear in my head as people were asking me, yes, people were constantly asking me, when is it? When is it? It was not going to happen 2019. You know, we are now in the end of 2018 as I'm recording this episode. In 2019, I know it is too short term to plan an event, especially with 1600 people. Also, if I'm going to have any guest speaker, it's too short term. So I started to say it would happen in 2020. Then people asked me when. I said, I don't know, possibly in June, because then we have 24-hour daylight in Iceland. So that would be perfect because people could combine it with holiday. And I am sharing this, but I'm not taking action. It's just a dream. And I am feeling the pressure on myself in a good way to start to do something about it. Actually, in this time frame, I've already looked up what it cost to rent the mine hall. And I was positively surprised. You know, I just did this live event in Zurich with 200 participants. It is more, were more expensive to rent the room for 200 people in Zurich, Switzerland, than two days at this main hall at Harpa in Reykjavik, Iceland. And that realization made me think twice about waiting to make the commitment. I got my VIP masterminders on a three-day retreat to Iceland just this week. Most of them flew out this morning. I'm recording this episode on a Saturday after they have flown out uh, from Iceland. And I thought to myself, I want to take my VIP masterminders to Harpa, to the main hall. How do I do that? Because I haven't booked the event yet. I cannot pretend that I'm about to book it. You know, I hadn't done anything about it yet. But I figured out you could book a sightseeing around the house. Now, the house is beautiful. And even if I was not planning to book the main hall, I would definitely take a visitor to Harpa Conference Center and Symphony Hall. So I book and luckily it's just the nine of us. There's nobody else on the tour. So we get this private tour around the whole house and we come into the main hall, into Eldborg, into the Fire City, which is the name of the hall. And I felt this was done. This is it. I need to decide. I need to book the date. I knew the price. I knew I can afford the investment, even if I don't charge 
for the tickets, I can afford the investment. So what's stopping me of doing this? Fear of filling the seats? I can get all the help in the world. Everybody wants to help promote this and come. So what was it holding me back? I don't know. It's a big commitment. So we look at this main hall together and I'm really glad to have my VIP masterminders with me. Most of them have worked with me for two, three years, so they know me pretty well. And I share my dreams with them because as they share their dreams with me, I inspire them to take action on them. And I am being a role model myself to say, well, this is my dream and taking action on it. And as we had drinks just after the sightseeing trick, we discussed this, how realistic this actually is, because I can afford to do this. I have the revenue in my business to rent this space. The rest is details. And I thought to myself, well, why not commit? Because as soon as the date is set in my calendar, we will set the things in motion to fill the space. So the morning after the sightseeing tour, I go on my email and actually one of the masterminders took a picture of me writing the email. I write an email and ask, is 18th and 19th of June 2020 available? That's exactly before summer solstice. It's Thursday and Friday because I would love that people can fly in on the weekend and fly out again on the weekend or stay longer for a holiday. So Thursday, Friday, I found ideal and I sent off the email. The next day they asked me, Sigrun, did you get an answer? And I said, no, it's been 24 hours since I sent that email and I didn't get an answer. How weird is that? Is their customer service not under control? What's going on? Well, this morning I got a message from my husband. He's already in Switzerland. I'm in Iceland. And he said, the answer from Harpa was in your spam folder. Hmm. I thought that was very interesting based on my recent episode of Upper Limits that the email that I was waiting for and wanted to share with my VIP masterminders as long as they were in Iceland landed in my spam folder. How weird is that? Well, it's not in a spam folder anymore. I have replied and I have booked Harpa, the main hall, Eldborg, the fire city, the fiercely red hall that hosts 1600 people June 18th and 19th, 2020. And as you're listening to this episode, I hope I have inspired you to follow your big dream. Don't think about the details, the logistics. Oh, there's a lot of things. I could create a whole to-do list right now. But today, I just want to celebrate with you that I've acted on my big dream and I've booked the dream location for my dream event. It is real. It hasn't happened yet and it will take a while because 2020 is not around the corner. But it feels so real because it's booked. The date is set and I've already gone on social media and shared it with my audience. So big dreams come true. What you need to do to keep a big dream alive is to be surrounded by like-minded people who believe that big dreams come alive and can become a reality. For me, having my own clients around me was helpful in this case. Having a spouse that believes me helps me in this case. And mostly I've relied on myself. 
I've had dreams like Mastermind Retreat Iceland, starting my business, doing a live event in Zurich, Switzerland, and having people fly in. I've had one dream after another that I've realized, and it's only been realized when I set the date, when I book it, and then magically things start to fall into place. And I know we're going to have an amazing Lifestyle Business Summit in June 2020, and I hope that you will be there. It's going to be an inspirational event. It's all about being inspired, thinking big and taking action. And that's my motto. It was the title of my TEDx talk. It's what I'm sharing with you today. So I want you to think big, keep your big dream alive and join me in Reykjavik, Iceland in June 2020. Go to my Facebook page. I've already created an event and you can RSVP on it. And further information will be shared in the near future. For now, just reserve the date. And I hope to see you in Iceland. Do you want to build your dream business? I have created a brand new eight-part video series for you called Build Your Dream Business. Go to sign.com forward slash 252 to sign up for the video series. And there you'll also find the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.